Hello, sisters. On this episode of the Period Whisperer podcast, I'm going to uncover the three key shifts I had to make in order to get unstuck from my weight gain and energy suck in perimenopause. So if you're doing all the things and nothing seems to be working, then this is the episode for you. Grab your pen and paper, your favorite cute journal that's probably collecting dust in the corner somewhere, or just the note section of your phone, and let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimetopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, hey, my amazing sister girlfriends out there. If you have been listening to the pod for a while or following me on Instagram, and hey, if you haven't, here's a quick overview of the period whisperer and what it even means. As a woman, our bodies whisper to us, giving us warning signs and signals and flags that something isn't right or something needs extra attention. For women who have a period, these are often the first whispers we get. Everything from the color, frequency, and intensity of our flow, to mood swings, cravings, skin struggles, and digestive issues, sleep issues, and weight gain are all signs from our bodies about what is going on inside of us. When we listen and learn to decode what these whispers that our bodies are telling us are, We can age gracefully, lose weight easily, maintain energy and health, and have a very fulfilling life throughout the decades. But when we ignore the whispers, eventually they turn into shouts and screams that we can no longer ignore. Exhaustion, fatigue, moodiness and depression, disappearing sex drives, insomnia, intense PMS, digestive issues, and significant weight gain drag us down until we either surrender and start to listen, or they propel us deeper into disease or dis-ease and illness. Are any of these things sounding familiar to you? After my own experience with these frustrations and my deep research and final success into feeling like myself again, I created this podcast to help you know what to listen for when your body is talking to you and how to decode its language so that you too can get back to living an amazing and fulfilling life. It's important to recognize that the world teaches us not to listen to our bodies. So we're fighting a way that is very natural to us, but we have been educated not to do. A lot of the episodes that I have shared so far have been focused around the meaning behind certain hormone imbalances and symptoms and what you can actually do to begin to heal your body and feel better. 
but what I gave, like, what if I gave you every tool, a perfect plan for you, what to eat, how to move, when to rest your body, but you just couldn't seem to follow through on it. This is so often the case for many, many of us and many, many of the women that come to me. We have the tools. We have a plan, a start date, you know, all the, the, the quote unquote perfect meal plan that we need. But by day three or day six or 14 or even one, life gets in the way. Cravings get too intense, somebody gets sick, life gets too overwhelming, and what happens? We go back to our own ways. Because when we're overwhelmed, when we're stressed, when so much is happening, our brain will naturally pull us back to what it already knows because change is hard and it requires energy. So listen, it happens. How do we overcome this obstacle to healing our body? And I have two words for you mindset shift. Now bear with me. I know these things are a little less tangible. It's really nice to have very clear points, you know, to follow, but I am going to leave you today with some very clear to-dos on how to make the necessary mindset shifts. I learned from my own journey and now from working with hundreds of women on this journey that there are three key mindset shifts we need to make in order to finally have success in our health, in our hormones, and in our weight loss. Okay, so the very first is what I call the less is more mindset. This really attaches to our hustle addiction. So I was really stuck for a long time. And what I see in my clients is like this, this endless need to be constantly doing, constantly consuming, constantly trying, constantly testing. And that goes across the board, whether it's waking up at 4.30 a.m. to make sure you get a hard workout in, you know, get everything done for your household and your kids, get, you know, through your successful career that you're, you're aspiring to, you know, helping everyone else, you know, doing, 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 whether it's never taking time to rest and recover, even compromising on sleep, or even whether it's this, well, what should I be eating? What supplements should I be taking? It's this constantly inundation of our body. One of the reasons intermittent fasting became so successful for people is that it really fosters an environment of rest for the body. And although Intermittent fasting might not be an ideal thing for many women's bodies. Uh, There's still this element of rest that is required, you know, even 16, 14 to 16 hours a day. If we have our first meal at eight and our last meal at six, we're still getting a very significant rest period, right? And, And the value of this intermittent fast, this resting, is that we're not pushing into the body constantly, right? We're not requiring more of the body because every time we do anything, right? Every action has an equal or opposite reaction. Every time we put food into the body or we push the body to do something, there it requires something of the body. It requires action and interaction. And particularly when it comes to, you know, constantly doing harder workouts or constantly hustling and never resting or consistently eating and not having these breaks in between our food, um, 
or, or supplements, right? We're just constantly taking these supplements. And listen, I, I am a big fan of supplements, the right supplement, you know, the right quality of supplement. And I will run, I will run um, a podcast on this coming up here soon. But sometimes we're so inundated these days. And this was a big thing for me. It was like, wake up, take my pre-workout, push through my hard workout, have my 42,000, you know, step to-do list, hustle, hustle, hustle until I drop. If you are dropping at the end of the day, so you really are burning and demanding of your body all day and you're gaining weight and you feel like you're eating well, you, this could be a key mindset shift for you. We want to remember how critical rest and recovery is for our body across all aspects of our natural needs. Yes, we need to move. Yes, we need to fuel our bodies. Yes, we need to have purpose in our life and we need to pay our bills. <laughs> but yes, we need recovery. Recovery is a critical time where our body can do what it is supposed to do during a restful time, all the checks and balances, right? If you imagine a huge giant warehouse like Costco, for example, where, you know, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., they're open and they're hustling and they're serving all day long, we still need this period of time from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. In a, in a successful business where things are happening behind the scenes, where stock is being filled in the warehouse, where, you know, we're taking, making sure that income, that every check and balance, and what am I saying here, that where all the checks and balances, you know, pan out. There's so many things that need to be done behind the scenes in our body that require our rest in order to do that, right? It requires our deep sleep and our REM sleep in order for us to actually heal in our bodies, in order for our organs to do kind of a self-cleaning. If we are constantly pushing stuff into our bodies and not getting a proper amount of rest, period, the body is never able to do what it does best. And especially as we age, when we're no longer this, you know, well-oiled machine, where maybe, you know, we need to take a little bit more care, we, we require that rest, just like an Olympian requires an off-season and a very specific rest day in their regimen, we require that every single day. We have to recognize that doing less, that resting, that recovering, that adding more and not putting so much into our lives and into our bodies is really critical for our body to do the other things that it does well. Am I making sense here? The mindset shift that I needed to make and that you likely need to make as well when it comes to weight release and energy gain in these perimenopause and menopause years is recognizing that less is more at this stage in our life, right? At this stage in our life, consuming less, you know, doing less, these things provide more presence, more mindfulness, more recovery for us. And that is often the obstacle for many women I work with and certainly myself included. What I discovered was by sleeping in a little bit more, working out a little less, I was even, I, I, I was less hungry. So I consumed a little less food. I pulled out all my supplements and I just went more slowly. And that gave my body the space 
to rest, relax, exhale, and get back to business as usual. So it wasn't always in this recovery digestive mode. So that's the very first mindset shift that we need to make is the less is more mindset. The second mindset shift is what I like to call the personal brand mindset. You know, often these days, and this really speaks to how we see ourselves and the clarity of who we are and finding our own voice. Women in particular in our society, uh, as we know, are raised, and certainly women of our age bracket, are raised not to ruffle feathers, not to, you know, not to be too loud. This is why we've seen these amazing books come out like Sheryl Sandberg's Lean In. You know, I know Tina Fey did one called Bossy Pants. There's so many beautiful books out now of women recognizing their voices and reminding us, giving us permission that we have this voice. And and it is important. It's critical because we're raised in this environment to compromise ourselves so much. And this is where, you know, the epic venture or epic realization of, of codependence has kind of come in. When we're constantly compromising what we want for someone else's happiness, whether it be a partner, a parent, or a child, or whomever, then we're living out of integrity with who we are. And when we're living out of integrity, it is very taxing, again, on our body. Think of ourselves, again, as this, you know, this lazy river or, or even an escalator. If you're living out of integrity in your body, it's like you're walking up the down escalator or you're going backwards in the lazy river. It could be so simple and so easy and so effortless when we align with what our personal brand mindset is. So going from never were this concept of never ruffling feathers or being too loud to being really clear on our own voice. Who are you? Are you someone who always struggles with their weight? Are you someone who is always stressed out? Are you someone who is always worried? What is the story you constantly tell yourself? Because what you tell yourself ingests into the cells of your own body. If you tell yourself every day, no, 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 who I am is someone who is healthy, who expands, who goes slow, who I am is someone who never compromises on integrity, who always checks in with myself first, who has boundaries, who moves her body every single day. Getting really clear on what your personal brand is, on who you are as a human being in this great world, will not only give you the power to create boundaries around you to protect you from the energy suck of the world, but it'll allow you to step into that lazy river, hop on your inner tube and just flow. And when we move again in integrity, it starts to allow us to make the right choices more simply. Do I want to eat this? Yes. Should I eat this? No, I'm not going to eat this. This is, doesn't align with what I'm doing. That, that real mindset shift around who you are. I am someone who is healthy, who sets an example for others instead of just putting them first all the time, shows them from my perspective, from my by my example of how a healthy person lives, of how to prioritize oneself. So that's the second major mindset shift that I really needed to do and stop looking at myself as, you know, I think often women are almost, 
like the center of the ecosystem of their family. And ultimately, we need to recognize that if you're in a partnership in your family, that there's two epicenters. We work together and not just you. You're not the only one that does that. But if even if you are, it's not your job to juggle it so there's a clear path for everyone to walk around. It's your job to shine bright and be healthy so that everyone around you recognizes how to also be that example one day. All right, the final mindset shift that is so important is called the inside out mindset shift. This is about you taking the time to really know your body. And I get it, it's hard. For me, it was much easier. I used to get really stuck in this, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'm great at following direction, I'm a hard worker. How often have you been like, just give me the answers and I will do the thing. But here's the thing. When someone just gives you the answers, do you understand what's really happening? Does it serve you in life? I think about being in high school and taking math tests. You know, you could look in the back and find the answer in your textbook sometimes when you're doing your math homework. But if you never understood what is happening, you cannot use the logic that is attempted to be taught to you so you can utilize it in your life, right? You cannot understand truly what is happening. It's like memorizing, um, you know, language words, but not truly understanding what that language is. There's a huge difference there. And the same goes for your body. When we never take the time to know our own body, we're always taking advice from people outside of us. But we're in bio-individual, and not only are we bio-individual, but each of us has a life that is individual, that is different. And that's really important because what works exactly for me is not going to work exactly for you because not only is your body different and your genetics different, but your your life is different. And, and it can be very helpful to find someone else who's similar to you and follow what worked for them, but it's it's most powerful for you to step into being the CEO of your body, know your body, know how to recognize these signs and start looking from the inside out. So the mindset shift here in this one is really so much more about being like, hey, body, how are you feeling? What's going on in here? Are you hungry? Are you tired? It's, it's retraining yourself to look inside of yourself for answers instead of always looking outside of what's going to be the easiest for everybody. This is what we're taught. There's a beautiful chapter in Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, where she talks about, and I'm paraphrasing here, but she, her kids are, have friends over and she goes down uh, and asks, you know, these sort of teenagers if anyone is hungry. And the boys very quickly respond, yes. And the girls look around at each other and say, no, we're okay. And what's so powerful about that is recognizing how we are taught as women to make sure that the decisions we make are good for everybody. Because goodness gracious, or God forbid, we, we make something that's different than other people, right? It's, it disrupts uh, that ecosystem of us being uh, you know, people who look outside and in. So what I'm, I'm asking you, the mindset shift that you're needing to take here is to disrupt that. 
Instead of looking for what everyone else needs and what's good for everyone, it is time for you to start looking in and be like, what is the right thing for me? How do I better understand my body and its needs? Because in that, we become our healthiest. We become our most knowledgeable. We can find the correct answers for us and then be the best person that then sets that example for others and we can give back more. So those are the three key mindset shifts, the less is more mindset, the personal brand mindset and the inside out mindset. And these were huge for me. And I see them again and again in my clients as I work with them, the, the power that comes with this. So what do, what can you do here? What is your actual homework from this episode? What can you, how can you actually take these more ethereal, intangible things and do something very specifically tangible. You know I love lists. I'm going to give you something specific because, as I said, I do love this. Tell me what to do. But I want to guide you here and give you some real things that you can do for each of these mindset shifts. And don't feel like you have to take it on all at once. I'm a big fan of picking one and starting there. Do not underestimate the power of the compound effect that when you do small changes over time, the huge changes that happen overall. So when it comes to the less is more, here is a task and a, or an actual action you can take. I want you to review your autopilot activities. This is something I had to do. I had to sit down and write out what are the things that I'm always doing every single day, the good, the bad, and the ugly, especially these quote unquote healthy ones, because they may not be serving you. They may actually be the thing that's keeping you stuck. So when it comes to, again, this less is more mindset, I had to sit down and I want you to sit down and write out all the things that you do habitually, right? For me, it was wake up at 4.30, drink my pre-workout, push out a hard workout, um, and then, you know, and then dive into my family activities, walk the dog, unload the dishwasher, pack the lunches, do all of these things, and then hustle through some workout, some work. Um, and what I actually found were, was these, some of these, uh, these habits I had first thing in the morning of waking up really early, you know, tossing down some caffeine and pushing through a hard workout were actually depleting me so significantly later in the day that I was unable to, you know, to focus in my career as well as I wanted to. I was unable to avoid sugar cravings in the afternoon because I wasn't taking time for a nap. So I was just consuming more food even when I thought I wasn't. I was unable to stop eating when I started eating. So I was eating way more than I needed to. And the spiral effect of that was that my body was never getting a break. That those were my issues. So what I want you to do is write down these these all of these habitual habits that you have and really take a good hard look and think, is this serving me? What is the reaction in my body? What is happening very consistently to me every single day? Are you struggling every afternoon to get through without fatigue? Are you struggling to say no to sweets and sugars? You know, are you struggling to put yourself to bed at night or having a good night's sleep? What are the things and begin to test out and connect the dots and say, what can I remove just for a couple of weeks and just give myself a break on and see what happens. And the proof is in the pudding on this one. I have now seen again and again, even when I go on vacation, that I, I don't work out anymore. I sleep a little bit more. You know, I eat as I'm hungry. I move and I never gain weight on vacations anymore. 
All right, number two, in personal brand, in your, in your personal brand mindset shift, I want you to take the time to get clear on your values. This can take a little bit of time, but, but really sit down, think about it. If you don't know what your boundaries and your values are, you will always be compromising and living out of integrity. What is okay and what is not okay are the things that are important for you to understand. What are the hell yeses and the hell noes for you? Who are you and what do you stand for? Take the time to begin to explore this part of yourself. What does healthy even mean to you? What does a healthy body look like to you? What does it feel like? Perhaps, you know, in a routine, you know, perhaps what you'll want to do is sit down at night and have a routine journal entry. Just write a little bit about how you feel that single day. Or even in a daily meditation practice, whatever it is, it is critical to your success. If you don't know what makes you happy, healthy, and energized, how will anyone else? And when you know you're able to create the boundaries and expectations for everyone around you to follow suit, when you know who you are and what healthy and energized means to you, you will continue to draw in those people that also align with that. And suddenly you're surrounded by people who see you that way and also see themselves that way, making it easier to be motivated, to stay on a healthy path. All right. Finally, number three, the inside out mindset. This one really draws back to one of my earlier episodes where we talked about the infradian rhythm. If you haven't listened to it, I believe it's one of the first couple episodes that we have. Go back. Remember that we have a female hormone rhythm. Even if you've had a hysterectomy, even if you're not bleeding right now, we still have this hormone rhythm. I don't believe that all of a sudden we stop after from 12 years of age to 55 years of age, we stop, you know, having a period. I don't believe that our body just goes back to another way. When we do something for that long, very innately, it exists within us. It is our energy and how we work much like the moon. So understand your hormone rhythm, track your period, learn about your body, pay attention and make you a priority. Pay attention to what you're noticing is happening to you. Are you always waking up to go to the bathroom at night? Are you always waking up tired? Are you always hungry at a certain time of the day? tired at a certain time of the day and you're avoiding that tired start to dig in and make you your biggest priority so that you can understand what is happening when you start to learn your female hormone rhythm you start to recognize that you're hungrier during certain times of the month that you're maybe more anxious during certain times of the month it allows you to create space and mindfulness to give yourself grace and self-compassion or to begin to pick up the tools that might support those rhythms that you are noticing. For example, I know in my luteal phase and menstrual phase that I need more rest and I'm hungrier and I'm okay with that. Instead of beating myself up for wanting to eat more, I'm like, great, bring it on. My metabolism is picking up during this time and I'm either gonna slow down my workouts or slow down my movement or I'm gonna consume a little bit more. You have the same opportunity to do that. Know your body, track your period. And if you need help with this, make sure that you go back and listen to the episodes of the podcast 
or message me directly for coaching on this. This is what we work on. Body, mind, and soul, how those work together, how to create a plan that's perfect for you, and how to overcome the obstacles that are in that way. Sisters, I want to hear from you. What are you struggling with? What symptoms do you need help with? You know, and that again, that reminds me, if you're looking for more clear direction on this, you can join the free period whisperer community. You can reach out if you're struggling with your hormonal symptoms or weight release or missing energy or getting back to being your best self. I have the gut and hormone health protocol that you can join anytime. I have the perfect perimenopause program coming up. You know, I have one-on-one individualized coaching, and very soon I'm going to be launching um, 10 hacks to help you balance your hormones. So message me directly through Facebook or Instagram or at BriaThePeriodWhisperer at gmail.com. And if you want to check out my favorite tools that I do every day to help support my methods and hormones, like the supplements I do, like workouts, my greens, juice, or micronutrients, I will always share those link in the show notes for you as well, because sometimes a quick fix does help. It buys us some space. It gives us a little opportunity to feel like we're being successful. But never forget, sisters, we want to shift our focus from weight loss to life gain. All right, catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.